the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf or go to topgolf.com. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Ever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Jet's Pizza, with six different styles of pizza, eight different types of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day. 50 years. Metro by T-Mobile. Go to MetroByTMobile.com to find your perfect plan, all of which come with the power of T-Mobile's 5G network. M-Drive. Our boost and burn is especially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Liberty University. Strengthen your faith and your game at liberty.edu. Koreans and Sweets. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. And by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, concert at Allegiant Stadium, or at the restaurant at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. Paul Hornstein. Welcome in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, we've got Joey on the line right now, so let's not wait any longer. Let's bring Joey the cord on. All right. Joey, you got Scott and Paul with you tonight. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. How are we doing? Uh, We're doing wonderful. Um, We've been following your career for a while now, since your days at ASU. And we're going to start right now about that uh, charity thing you've got going on at that new multi-purpose arena at uh, Arizona State. So tell us about it. Yeah, well, this is something that's kind of been in the works, honestly, since I I left school and turned professional. Um, Just been working with Sun Devil Hockey and the Sun Devil Club on you know for me like I, I knew immediately that I wanted to give back and um, basically how, how we could do that you know in a way that benefits everyone and um, you know grows hockey in the game in Arizona helps kids um, basically etc and, and uh, we've been working on this for a long time now and it's, it's been super cool to kind of see it come to life in the last five or six months where all the hard work behind the scenes has really kind of come to fruition and now we got it going so basically what we're going to do is um this is the first the first you know step essentially is um we're partnering with phoenix children's hospital and uh we're going to be bringing um you know two or three kids and their families who who are going through some tough times and and dealing with cancer um and bringing them to a sun devil hockey game um and and, you know just trying to make their days a little bit better they're going through a tough time and um this is something that's super important to me my grandma passed away from pancreatic cancer so um it's a cause that's super close to my heart it's you know it's it's great for sun devil hockey it's great for myself to be still like working with the program and and you know trying to do some good and give back and help out these kids and i I, i'm just so excited and, and passionate about it so it's cool to see it come to life when did the idea click, Joey? When did it kind of be like, hey, did, we got it. This is what we're going to do. Ooh, there were a couple different moments. Um, we were workshopping it for a while, kind of thinking about it. And then um, I think we were going to go in a different direction at first. Um, and then, you know, it, it kind of hit me all at once. I was like, hey, you, you know, this makes the most sense. Like, um, I'm like incredibly close with my mom and my grandma before she passed away and um it just it just made sense to us and then we were figuring out okay how can we do something that involves sun devil hockey and um you know you know kids that are going through a tough time with cancer treatments etc 
And, um, you know, we came up with this idea for, for the suite. And I remember I called Coach Powers with my idea. Immediately he was like, let's call it Dax House. And <laughs> nice. that was kind of like the big, that was like right away, like, you know, that snap moment where I was like, oh, okay, we got something here. And uh, we've been running with it ever since. Nice. Joey, I know uh, in addition to that, uh, one of your teammates, Joey Ratz, has uh, been going through a tough time with cancer as well. And uh, I'm guessing that uh, that kind of hits him well as well. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm just devastated to hear about that. And, um, you know, he's going through a tough time as well. So, um, you know, you, you just it just affects so many people in so many different ways. And, um, you know, I just feel like this is such an amazing opportunity to um, to give back and, and um, you know, try to make people's lives a little bit better. Well, I, I'm sure that those kids will appreciate it. Um, and, and just so you know, I, I've, you know, over the course of your three years, I spoke to your parents a few times and, 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 you know, your mom is the nicest person ever. Um, you know, she, she a couple of times went out of her way to speak to us and we were really, really appreciative of that and really thankful to her for for the compliments so um just uh if you remember and i don't i assume she'll hear this at some point but uh thank you mr cord for for all the nice things you've said about us over the years and and uh, we, we couldn't be more proud to be associated with you guys in any way yeah absolutely but I'm, I'm super fortunate to have my mom she's literally the best so um you know i, I i'll say thank you for her um, <laughs> on, on her end to you there but honestly she gets that everywhere she goes she's just a, an amazing person and um honestly she's so like proud of this as well because she feels like she's she's a big part of it because of how close she was to her mom um and and she obviously um I, I remember when she got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. My grandma is my mom's mom. And it was like, she got diagnosed in August and by December it was over, you know, it was, it was that quick. So, um, yeah. she definitely feels like she's part of this. So, um, and, and she is, she, she's a huge part of it. I've been fortunate with great parents. So I'm lucky to have them. In my life. Joey, let me ask you when you got into the, uh, multi-purpose arena, I think you've been in there a few times now. Do, do you ever want to leave? <laughs> I just get jealous. Uh, <laughs> well, I just remember, like, when I first did my official visit at ASU, you know, there was talk, and, and the hope was that there was going to be an arena pretty quick. So, for me, I was walking through that rink going, gosh, I wish this was here when I was here, you know? <laughs> uh, it's such an amazing facility, and, and the guys that are going to get to play in there are definitely going to be spoiled. So, let uh, me ask you this. When you were uh, looking around that place, um, well, let me take a step backward. When you were at, uh, at, at Oceanside, did you ever think that there might be a Dax house in a suite at Arizona State? No, I don't know. I don't think that ever, <laughs> ever crossed my mind uh, at that point. But, um, you know, looking back now, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity I was given to, to go to ASU. And, um, you know, when I did my visit, Coach Bowers, he laid it out on the table for me. He was like, hey, you got an opportunity to come here. Um, and, you know, it's corny, and it is it is what we've always talked about over the years, but literally be the tradition, right? And um, I look back at it now. I went, I think my committed in 2015, so it's seven years later. Um, you know, I look back, and I'm like, wow, well, I, I really feel like I am the tradition. And, and all the guys that were – were there with with me and all the, all the amazing stuff that we did our first you know couple of years of Division One. I, I really feel like we are the tradition. So um, it's pretty cool to look back at it now and see see how far the program has come. Um, where I've been fortunate enough to go in my career, obviously still playing, um, and then on top of it, like I've said before, just had the chance to give back uh, to the school, to the program, uh, to hockey in the valley, to these kids going through a tough time. It's yeah, it's pretty special. Well, Joe, let, let me let me let me let me say this because I like to be upfront with people, and people that normally listen know uh, where my loyalties lie. Uh, I am an alum. 
I am an ASU alum. I graduated in the eighties. <laughs> After seven years, Joey. <laughs> yeah, they, they finally said we're sick of looking at you. Get the hell out. Um, and so uh, I, I can only say this, uh, speaking for myself, but when we watched you uh, in that game in Buffalo after you were uh, playing in the NCAA tournament, um, I, I, don't, I don't even remember the game. All I can remember is saying, wow, there's a Sun Devil on an NHL rink. And, and you are the tradition. Uh, I'm sure the coach will agree with me. You being the first. Um, nobody can ever be another first. And from one seven devil to another, I just am just proud as heck that uh, that uh, you represent the school and, 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 and the program with, with the, with the uh, grace that you do. Um, Scott's going to scream at me now for waving pom-poms, but I don't care. <laughs> um, and I wave them too, Joey. <laughs> so, but, so I just, uh, I, you know, I had to get that out for my fellow alums and, um, and, you know, so as you sat there and, and, and I remember walking past you and your parents, and I assume you were speaking to somebody from Ottawa at the time on the concourse after that game in Allentown um, and just saying, wow, um, I wish we had another five minutes. Um, as you look back and before we move forward here to the NHL and stuff, uh, as you look back, uh, how much do you sit there? It, it, it's got to be all positive, right? It's not like you're sitting there and saying, oh, I wish I'd have done this or I wish I'd have done that, right? It's, it's just got to be something where, you know, I made my mark and, and I couldn't, you know, and I did everything I can and, and, and I'm just proud of what happened. You mean in, in regards to Arizona state? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, thank you. Um, you know, your little waving pom poms earlier. That, that means a <laughs> lot. Like it's, it's pretty cool. You know, to think about it. Like, when I, when I put it in perspective of being like the first ever from ASU and I remember all the criticism I took for committing to ASU originally and people like, you know, that's never going to work. That program's not going to work, etc. And You know, you're basically going there to end your career, whatever. I, I remember a lot of that. And, you know, to sit back now, I played 14 NHL games. I played, you know, this will be my fourth year coming up professionally. Um, played for two NHL teams, like, to be, to be the first to sign an NHL contract, play in the NHL. I, I mean, I remember that game so vividly, that first game. Like, I played in college on Saturday, and on Thursday I was playing in the NHL. <laughs> you know, for some, for some guys, that's that's normal, right? You get your Kale McCart, sure. they just jump right in from college. Um, and he, he went right to the you know Stanley Cup playoffs and jumped right in the lineup. Like, for me, I didn't feel like that was normal. You know, I, I never pictured myself as a guy that would just jump right in um to the nhl like that but the opportunity came about um and and you know especially on top of it like for goalies it never ever happens it's just so rare for a goalie so right um you know to get that opportunity was amazing and um i think the coolest part ever was that i wore my asu mask like, yes <laughs> yes actually funny little story behind that is they tried to put like they have like wraps that go on the masks right um, for those kind of situations, they tried to put like an Ottawa Senators mask, uh, mask wrap on my ASU mask, but for some reason, the way the mask uh, was finished, like the gloss that was used to finish the mask, right? Wouldn't it wouldn't let the the wrap stick to it? Like for some reason, it wouldn't stick. So then I had to wear my ASU mask, <laughs> and I was like, "This is sick," you know, like this is unreal. And, um, I think those pictures, out of any pictures I have of me playing in the NHL, I think you know the pictures from that game are the coolest. It's like just to kind of signify, like if a, if a if a forward or a defenseman was the first one from ASU to play in a game, he's wearing all the regular equipment, you know, right. he just blends in like any other player. But for me, right. it just stuck out so much that I was in in that Sun Devil gear um, with the mask and the yellow and maroon pads, you know, maroon <laughs> and gold. And, uh, it's just so cool, like it, just the way it all worked out. And, um, everything like that. It's pretty special to be a part of. But you know, to answer your your sec your second part of your uh, 
your question there. Like in terms of my when I look back at ASU, like there were plenty of hard times and ups and downs, and especially those first two seasons. Like we went through so many ups and downs. Um, I feel like that just made me stronger, uh, made me a better goalie and, and a better person. And um, I ultimately, like, especially my junior year there, like, felt like I came out on the other side. I learned so much from from all the adversity. And um, you know, my freshman year, there was a stretch where I didn't play for a number of games in a row, and I was in the stands or on the bench. And, um, right. I just feel like that all made me stronger. And, um, just continue to use that as motivation to to work my butt off. And um, you know, when I look back now, I once I, I think from whenever I played like the, the Quinnipiac game, my, my freshman year, which was towards the end of the season, I think I made 53 saves that game. <laughs> they were like the first ranked team I think we'd ever beat. Um, and we won four to two from then on. Like, I think I played like 75 of the next 76, 77 or 78 games that ASU played, you know? And yeah, uh, I just look back and I'm just grateful for the opportunity for the chance to, you know, run with it and play so many games and ultimately find my groove my second and third year and, um, you know, accomplish so many things like making the NCAA tournament, um, you know, even small things like winning the, we won the Ice Vegas tournament in, in Las Vegas and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's also cool to be a part of. And when I look back at ASU, um, I just look back at all, like literally the tradition that we started and the program that we started. And I feel like I'm, you know, partially responsible for the arena and where everything's come and just so excited to see where it goes from here. Joey, well, let me tell you uh, two things. Uh, number one, I think it was a higher power that was, uh, or maybe it was a higher powers, if we can give you that, for wearing that mask and making that wrap not stick. Um, yeah. But you've been a part of a few firsts now. I know it was probably hard for you to leave uh, Ottawa after they drafted you and, and took you, especially number 199. Um, yeah. but what was it like to go to, uh, a first franchise in the NHL, a, a brand new one, like Seattle, that had to be a special as well. Absolutely. It was super cool. I mean, I remember a uh, funny story, actually coach powers was in Boston during the expansion draft. And then, you know, I found out I was getting drafted by Seattle that morning and I threw a last second party together, um, <laughs> little, you know, draft party, all my friends and family came and then coach powers was in town so we had dinner beforehand um and my family and his family and then they came over to my apartment in boston and uh we all watched the drafts together it was cool right like it's just so funny that it worked out that he was there for that to be a part of it um and then um yeah just to go to a, a, a first you know expansion train expansion team first season there's so much hype and buzz and excitement in the city and um it was super cool experience to be a part of that and um Seattle's been nothing but first class the whole time. Uh, I've been, you know, part of the organization and just excited for another season to get going, honestly. Well, how? what was that training camp like? Because that had to be – that's not a normal training camp when something like that happens. Um, you guys got so much attention um, for – especially after, you know, the way things happen in Las Vegas that, I mean – there was so there was actually buzz as as you know as I, I assume you're also you've always been a hockey fan as well as being a player. Um, the, the the buzz going in there had to be something as you got ready for that training camp, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could feel it right when we got there. Like it was just different um, than any training camp I'd been a part of. But you know, I think I think it was a little bit almost unfair because Vegas had exceeded ex- expectations by right. so far that it, you know it kind of set us up for basically Stanley Cup final or bust. Um, the first year was was almost the expectation, and right. um, you know, obviously in, in Seattle we probably didn't didn't um, you know achieve what we wanted to last season, but um to be part of like that that new team and all coming together and meeting so many new guys like you know you got to think when you when you show up to training camp in ottawa like you know almost every guy that came back from last year you know there's a couple new guys right. here and there but you go to a new team in seattle like that okay it's a new team for me but it's a new team for everybody and then that can be um it, it was pretty daunting at first meeting so many new people and um you know, it's just it's just one of those things where it was just super cool to be a part of, and um, you know, I'm glad I'm glad I experienced it. I feel like 
it was a good experience for me and, and just made me better. When you found out you were getting taken, I, 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 you know, you said you threw, you put together a quick party. Now, how long did it take to sink in? Because that's got to be something. I mean, we all know it's a business, but that still has to be something like that has to kind of take a few minutes to settle in, doesn't it? Getting drafted. Yeah, getting taken in the expansion draft like that because. Yeah, it 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 was super weird because so like if you get drafted to the nhl right and just the regular nhl entry drafts like you're so excited you don't care who takes you you're just right. you just want to get picked but when you get drafted in expansion there's so much unknown it's like well i was already on an nhl team like you know am i going to be on the nhl team am i going to get sent to the ahl what's the situation like you know you're so comfortable you're used to this situation the arena the city the you know where you live in ottawa and then you get sent to a new team, and it's just you just start from scratch again. So there's so much unknown. It's it's a very unique experience. Um, but I was definitely excited. I thought it was um, just really cool to be a part of, and you know, even just being a part of like the first game. Um, you know, I, I was on the bench for the first home game right. in Seattle, and that was one of the crazier experiences I've ever uh, been a part of. Okay, let me ask you this, Joey, because uh, obviously I want you to be wearing the uh, Seattle Kraken uniform from this point forward. But uh, we cover the Pacific Division of the AHL now, and uh, Coachella Valley's coming in. So if you ever end up down there, uh, expect us to be all over you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing of it is, is uh, Paul and I have talked about this with the Coyotes situation of playing at the multi-purpose arena. If, uh, if you're wearing a Seattle uniform and you play there and, and, and you're not the starting goaltender, we're going to riot. <laughs> <laughs> about that too it's like just you know when you leave college you never expect to play a <laughs> professional game at your old arena but or i guess it's new but it's at my old school like, yeah. you know it, being pretty disappointed that i never got to play in the new arena for asu it's like oh well that would be pretty sweet to get the opportunity to go back and and play there in a real you know competitive game um where I, you know, would have played had, had the arena been done a couple of years earlier. So that'd be super cool if that came about. I mean, I would, I would love that um, to happen. That would be uh, unbelievable. Well, I go, I go way back with Dave Haxtell. So if I got to throw in a word to get you a net, I'll do it. <laughs> you don't, have, you don't have to respond to that, Joey. We don't want to put you in a bad spot. But I, I mean, I just, so. I just laugh that one off. Yeah, I don't. No, I get it. I totally understand. Um, uh, and, and by the way, just from so now that you've kind of settled in and you know you're 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 gonna be, well, I mean anything is it can always happen, but you're 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 settled into the organization. Um, what happens now? What happens with that mindset now as you get ready to go into training camp number two up in Seattle? Yeah, I just think, um, like right now, my biggest focus is just having a good summer, and, and I have a couple different things that I'm trying to work on and, and tweak in my game to make me better, um, and just trying to focus on that as much as I can, um, planning, you know, my my preseason and, and my, you know, pre-training camp travel and stuff like that, and just getting ready. I'm just excited. You know, once August rolls around, it really feels like it's, it's coming quick, so I'm just excited for camp, um, just going to go up there and and try to play my best and show what I can do and let the chips fall where they're going to fall. I, that's really all you can do. You know, you can't, you can't do anything other than, you know, have a good attitude, work hard, play your best. And, and you know, whatever's going to happen, is going to happen. So I want to ask you about the, the checkers experience, Joey, <laughs> that, that had to be uh, kind of different as well with Seattle, not having their own um, AHL affiliate, but man, oh man, you guys had some success. I know Paul and I followed you very closely there as well. And uh, just explain, if you can, to our audience what it was like to be a part of the Checkers organization. Um, I loved Charlotte, actually. Like, it was such a great experience. Um, I've told the story a few times, but, like, the first day I was there of, like, AHL training camp, we um, we, we did, like, a top golf outing. And, like, <laughs> we had, like, all these different bays and whatever, and there was, like, Seattle, you know, affiliated guys were all hanging out on one side, and the Florida affiliated guys were all hanging out on the other. Like, it was really weird um, <laughs> for the first little bit. But then, you know, after a month or two, like, probably even less, like, everyone kind of 
intertwined and mingled and became friends with everyone. And it was so cool. Like, um, we had like so much success in the second half of the year, but it it was hard, like throughout the middle portion of the season, especially because like both teams are having injuries. So they're calling up players. So we would lose on any given day. We could lose a handful of players, like two to Seattle, three to Florida, like whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden we're playing with a bunch of East coast league call-ups and then, the second half of the season, I think we were in fifth place in January, um, or maybe even February, and then we kind of got most of our players back and um, got really settled into a groove, and we finished in first in our division. Um, we went running a real run there the second half of the year, so um, it was cool because I also felt like our team really came together in that second half, um, and um, it was it was really like a unique experience to be on a on a dual affiliate team, but. The city was great. The organization treated us amazing. And uh, I'm going to miss so many of those guys that became really close with a lot of guys on that team. So um, it's going to be weird playing against them next year or, or, or seeing them around. Well, it, it's, it's, as, as you look at it here, um, you know, you, 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 you've played now uh, in a place with, with, with a new franchise in Seattle. You've played at ASU, which is obviously not quote-unquote hockey country. Now you've played in Charlotte, um, and I'm not – not obviously, um, they're big fans there too, but it's not, quote, considered hockey country. Um, wh- what what area is left, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the big leagues. Like, I, I, it's my goal is to make the NHL and be a full-time NHL player. And, um, you know – Hopefully it's in Seattle, but who knows what's going to happen, um, you know, this season and, and the coming ones after that. Um, I'm going to try my best to make the team here this fall, and um, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I just want to play in the NHL, and um, I, I really, really hope that's with Seattle this year. And if not, like, and I get sent to the American League, that's fine too. Like, I'm going to go down there and work hard and play my best and try to earn my opportunities. Um, but. You know, for my whole life, all I've wanted to do is, is be an NHL player, and um, that's the ultimate goal. So what so was that? You. Go ahead, Paul. What was that first game in Seattle like? What was the craziest thing you saw as you were <laughs> sitting in and, um, and just taking everything yeah. in? The, the craziest part about the game was um, so we, we came up for warm-ups, actually. And, like, usually warm-ups in the NHL, like, it's maybe, like, quarter full a third full you know tops the arena it's pretty empty uh everyone's kind of crowding down by the glass we came out for warm-ups and the place was jammed there was not one empty seat in the whole arena for warm-ups and everyone was standing like it was immediate chills um as soon as you 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 came out of the tunnel and, and took that first step onto the ice um and at the same time like it was so deafeningly loud that you couldn't even hear the music from really like the warm-up music yeah that's how loud it was it was for a whole you know 15 16 minute warm-up it was it was literally insane so um that for me was like the craziest part and then the game was just bananas too like it was definitely loud the whole game felt like an nhl playoff game um and then we scored our first goal like the roof literally blew off it was it was nuts so it it was so cool to be a part of that well i want to ask you this because if anybody follows you on social media you had uh, a really nice vacation, it looked like. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about vacation, because it looked like you had a whole heck of a lot of fun in Europe. Yeah, honestly, my, my brother and I, um, we've talked for a while about when he graduates college, we're going to just go to Europe and see everything we want to see. And, um, we went for a couple weeks, um, like a little over three weeks, and um, we just went to basically all the touristy spots. We went to london and paris and italy um and we just that's something we've talked about for so long and was finally like he graduated college uh this past spring so it was finally the opportunity for that to, to come to fruition and um yeah we had an amazing time and then finished up uh, our, we spent the last week with our family my mom's uh, my mom and my dad flew over to switzerland and met us over there and we spent uh, the week with my mom's uh, swiss family so um that was pretty special too i haven't seen them in seven or eight years since 2014 so um it's pretty cool to to get to spend some time with them and me and my brother obviously to spend so much time together um traveling seeing the world like i I, it was an incredible experience and it was so much fun um and i i feel like i learned a lot of life lessons throughout as well 
right, Joey, here's, here's a question I'm sure you've gotten before. Um, and I'm just, I'm just guessing that a kid from Boston who gets picked 199th, <laughs> um, kind of makes a mark on you. I mean, like I was, I mean, I still am a diehard Tom Brady fan. It's a little weird now that he left <laughs> you know, England, but I'm still a huge fan. So, um, that's, that story's that storyline's been, there's been a lot made of that. Um, it's just really cool. It's, you know, does it really mean anything? Like, no, it's just a number. No, I know. I know. Uh, to just be linked to Tom like that is, is pretty cool. It's just a little, you know, a little, like, side note. Um, but it's it's really cool to, to kind of be linked with him in that way, especially because I grew up idolizing him, um, you know, wanting to be, you know, kind of a hockey version of him, everything that he that he is. So it's, it's pretty cool to, to have that, you know, storyline and be linked in that way. Well, I just ask because, you know, I know plenty of people that grew up here in New York that are not that root for uh, a team in Texas that I can't stand. So I, I just had to ask anyway, just to make sure that uh, I wasn't crazy. So, um, yeah, no, you're not. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's debatable, Joey, but we'll go. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. I am nuts, but anyway, I, I want to ask you this about the new arena. When you walked in there for the very first time, when it was really taking shape, um, Tell us something that really stood out to you because I've been by, I've been in it, but I've been around the outside of it many times, and I think it's just fascinating the fact that it's right on campus. But uh, from the inside perspective, as a hockey player perspective, as maybe a recruiter, um, what stands out to you in that building? Well, I mean, first off, like you said, just being on campus is, is a huge plus. Like I remember having to. I, I remember I walked every day from my apartment to um, the football stadium, go work out. Then I'd have to walk back, grab my car, drive 10, 12 minutes over to Ocean. Like, it's just a whole process, right? Now they, the boys just walk over to the rink. It's on campus. They got everything there they need. Like, that's amazing. Um, just inside the arena, I thought the layout was, was, like, perfect. Like, there's just enough seats, but not too many. Um there's like some really cool like standing areas. Like I, I literally said, I think I think I said on the tour. I don't know if it was in the video or not, but there was this one down one of the ends in the corner where there was like a cool standing area um, that was like kind of the perfect height to watch from. That I was like, this is where I would hang out. So um, it's just it's just got a great layout. It's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. Um, I hope I can catch a game this season. That would be awesome. So when when now, when you get ready for the season, as, as you're doing now, um, what are some of the things that a goalie works on that's a little bit different from a skater? Um, well, obviously not letting the puck go in the net. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's yeah. That's the biggest one. Um, I mean, I think in a lot of ways it's, it's, it's pretty similar. Like, I've spent probably okay. most of the summer working on my skating. Um working on my skating ability and, and uh, it's kind of hard to explain some of the stuff we've been working on um just like some transition stuff some different different movement stuff i've kind of tweaked with uh, like my glove positioning a little bit um i would say it's a little bit more technical as opposed to like skills related right. in terms of like a, like a player in the summer is working on a lot of like skill work um goalies are working more on like i'm trying to refine my technique and um basically like I do a ton of video. Like I have the iPad out on the ice, and I watch everything I do. Like after, right after I do it, I watch it back and basically analyze it and make sure I'm doing it with perfect form. Because during the season, like it can be, it can be hard to get like a lot of that type of work in where you're refining technique. You're more, mostly just trying to like feel good and play your best. So the summer is really the time for me to to work on my technique and make sure I'm doing things the way I want to do them. How long does it take for something like that to set in? Because we all. I mean, most athletes that will say they're creatures of habit. So to make subtle changes like that, how hard is that to do? I mean, it really depends. Like, I had one thing that I was working on the last couple of weeks that I couldn't really get to click, and then one day it just clicked out of nowhere. Okay. Um, and that probably that, that probably little adjustment took, like, a few skates, maybe three or four skates. And then I've had another thing I've been working on where it's been the whole summer just focusing on it, and it's still not – all the way there yet but it's gotten way better so it's like 
it, it really depends on what you're doing and how much focus you put on it, but um, and, and how hard of a thing it is to change. Like some things are much harder to change. Um, you know, not making huge changes, but just little tweaks to try to find a way to, to be better. Joey, I got a two-parter for you. Um, I'm stealing Paul's thunder on this one. You're but not. But... Paul's been Paul's been complaining about he thinks the goalies go down way too soon now. Uh, when the puck crosses the blue line, he thinks the goaltenders go down, and he's wondering if that's a trend or, or what. So that's part one. And part two of it is you getting any time to work on your uh, stick handling skills? <laughs> So in terms of like going down too early, I mean, there is something to be said for that. Like it, it's all a read, right? Like you're just reading the play and trying to, you know, you don't want to go down too early, but you also don't want to go down too late because then it's through your legs. So um, the way the goalies play nowadays, like it's it's so much about covering the ice, taking the ice away. It, you got like I, I think for a non-goalie, it would be very hard to understand how many saves we make during a game without ever seeing the puck. Like <laughs> we make so many saves a game where we don't even see the puck, and the best way to make the save without seeing it is to be down and being in the right position and filling space with our with our legs and our and our and our body. Um, so that's that's why guys go down early. Like the worst thing in the world is to let a puck go through your legs and you never you never moved, you never butterflied. Um, for me personally, like I try to stay on my feet as much as I can. But like, if you counted how many saves a goalie makes standing up for a game in the NHL, I guarantee you it's less than one a game. Like it's just that's just the way the game is nowadays. Um, and uh, I mean, the goalie stats. I think this year the goals ticked up a little bit. The goals per game across the league tick up a little bit, but for the last, you know, 15, 20 years, however long the butterfly, you know, goalie era has been, it, the goalie statistics have never been better. So um, I think there's a reason why the goalies go down. It seems to be working pretty good. Um, and in terms of stick handling, I mean, that's just something that I feel so confident about. I try to work on it, you know, a little bit here and there, but for the most part, I'm working on things that, um, I feel like are more glaring in my game and, and need to, uh, and, and really, you know, excel, excel at in other areas. Uh, basically is pretty much it. Well, see, Scott did steal my thunder, but not the way he thought, because I was going to ask you and uh, how long it took you to get used to not stick handling as much because there's no, uh, trapezoid behind the net in college and there is in the pros how long did it take you to get out of that habit um well you know it's, it's kind of easy because there's a line there right like not even to be sarcastic that kind of sounded really sarcastic I'm no like, no it's okay no 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 at least it, 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 that's fine joey it's like if the puck's in there i can't touch it so it's kind of straightforward um you know in a sense it makes my life a little bit easier because i would venture out further sometimes but for I the know. most part even at the college level without the trapezoid like most of the pucks that I played were either above the goal line or right behind the net so it really doesn't change a whole lot you get used to it pretty quickly okay because uh, you know this is not a knock on the guys that followed you but they had nowhere the, near the stick you did and I always said you were a third <laughs> defenseman back there so um, yeah, it's honestly it's, it's pretty rare for a goalie to be as active as I am I just feel so confident doing it and like if you can develop a good like chemistry with your defenseman like I remember especially with like Brinson and, and Manny like that junior year of mine like we, right. we had it going on back there like if they dumped it in it, we knew we were getting out two or three passes like I got it snapped it over to Brittany he snapped it to Manny snapped to the center to the winger like we're out like I just feel really confident back there. and um, I honestly feel like a big part of the reason why I'm so good with my stick is because I played forward so much growing up. Um, and even just like in my basement at my house, just I shoot pucks. Like I still <laughs> nowadays, like I'll mess around and play forward, um, you know, shoot on goalies and stuff. Like right. um, I'm a pretty good player. Like I have a, I have a good shot when I play forward. Um, and like I just think that that's all translated to my my ability to do it on the ice in the net and just just doing it like getting confidence from it. Um, the more you do it, the better you get at it. All right, final one for me is how good's the golf game? I know you get a lot of golf time in when you can. So how good's the golf game now? What's that handicap? Um, oh 
god. I actually played my first round of the summer yesterday. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Or sorry, Saturday. Yeah, I, I've just been swamped the summer with training, and, <laughs> um, and I've just been busy and, and everything that's going on, so I haven't, I haven't actually got out that much. Um, I played a bunch down the stretch in Charlotte because it was really nice weather. Um, like on off days and stuff, we'd go, we'd go play some golf. Um, but I, I'll tell you what, for not playing all summer the other day, like I was, I was striping up pretty good. I was a terrible <laughs> short game, but off the tee and, and with the irons, I felt really good. So that, that was a little surprising, but, um, yeah, no, I, I haven't played as much as I'd like to. <laughs> Joey, give us the, give us one more uh, shout out to your, uh, Dax house and tell everybody how they can get involved and uh, where they're going to find the suite when they come there so they can see these guys uh, having the time of their life. Yeah. Um, thank you, by the way. Thanks for letting me come on and, and talk about it. It's something, oh, no like I said, I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, any chance I get to talk about it is, is fantastic and get more people listening and, and hearing about it. Um, yeah. So I actually, um, if you just Google, like you can just Google uh, Sun Devil or like ASU Dax House, and it should be the first first link. Um, I also have the direct links in my bio um, on my profile on Instagram and Twitter at jdax35, um, and it'll take you to the website, which explains everything about um, what Dax House is and and um, what it's trying to do, what it's trying to accomplish. And then on that page, there's a button that says you know, how to get involved. Um, I, I believe it's actually the button says like support today. And that's basically a more, you know, direct way of how you can get involved, um, and, and help that cause. So, um, you know, we don't, we're not out here to like ask for money or anything, but we're just trying to raise awareness and, um, you know, any donation counts and, and helps these kids and, and can make their experience a little bit better. So, um, anything that's, that's donated is, is so incredibly great. Um, you know, greatly appreciated, and, and um, you know, I, I'm thrilled by it, the school's thrilled by it, the hockey program, everyone that's involved, Sun Devil Club, um, you know, we really all came up with this together, and to see it come come to life, and I, I, I can't wait for the first first game that these kids come to this fall, I'm really looking forward to it. Where, where is that suite located? Do you have a spot yet? Do you have a particular suite? Um, I actually don't know yet exactly <laughs> where it's going to be, but it's it's going to be up there. It'll definitely going to be inside the arena, so I can probably <laughs> Joey, uh, we appreciate your time, yeah. man. Thanks so much for coming on. You're welcome anytime, and uh, hopefully I catch up with you somewhere on the West Coast uh, during the hockey season. So best of luck to you, okay? Thanks, Joey. Sounds good. Thanks for having me so much, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Joey Decord, the pride of uh, Arizona State and the uh, Seattle Kraken organization. So we appreciate Joey coming on. Paul and I are going to be back in uh, just a few minutes to uh, – wrap up another episode of analytics and eyeballs we've been talking all kinds of numbers and our eyeballs definitely tell you something with joey decord so we'll be right back at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm Summer skates 
Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. I can't wait to... From the Summer Skate Studios, this... Indeed it is, Analytics and Eyeballs. It's our Monday night staple. Scott Scrandy with you from Denver, Colorado tonight. Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, uh, beaming with pride, and I think I may have found a Sun Devil alum who is equally as into ASU as you are. Well, um, as he should be. Uh, you know, it, it, it's we need more Sun Devils on this program. I know that goes against your Minnesota uh, geography lessons week after week after week, but um, it's great having Joey on. Uh, anything we can do to help him out with um, his 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 uh, Dax House, uh, we're all for. Um, and and you are right about the beaming with pride thing because it can only be one first, and he's it. And, Boy, and, you, and you talk about being the tradition. Uh, could you have found a better guy to start a tradition no. with? No. And one of these days, uh, if I'm lucky enough, I'm going to hit him up for one of those pictures or a copy of that picture of him on the ice with the Sun Devil gear. One of these days. <laughs> so, Joey, if you're still listening or you hear this eventually, <laughs> just know um, I'm, I'm, eventually I'm going to get one from you. So. Because uh, I'm not taking a lot from the house that I'm in right now uh, when that time comes. But uh, when I get to the new place, wherever that might be, I want one of those pictures on my wall. So just know it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you talk about the togetherness of hockey teams and, and the reason they're successful. And we talk about Denver, or I talk about Denver a lot. And what I saw, that togetherness, and I saw it build at uh, the NJEC camp um, in, in Plymouth with those guys building. But Joey's family goes from not only his family to his hockey family. And uh, I think if you're building a team, boy, you want that guy in your locker room because uh, he, look at the situations he's been in, Paul. Uh, yeah. he, was, he was told ASU was not going to be the place and he was making a mistake and he turned that into something great. He has to go to Ottawa, which at the time is a struggling franchise, right. and he makes the best of that. Then he gets drafted in the expansion draft, and he's got to go to a camp with uh, all new teammates, as he said. Right. Then he gets sent down to the uh, AHL affiliate, but it's not their own AHL affiliate. Right. He's got a bond with a team of uh, AHL players from from Florida in in Charlotte, North Carolina, He's got to go through all of these different things. I mean, holy cow. You'd think he's a 15-year veteran in the NHL uh, with all he's been through. But, boy, if I'm building a team, I'm building it with Joey Decord if I've got a choice. Well, you know, I mean, you can't 
be in many more uh, new situations than he's in. I mean, he, you know, I mean, uh, you look at it all around and, and, and the, the changes that he's seen in, you know, since going to ASU and, 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 and getting into professional hockey, um, just craziness. You sit here and, and I, I, I pulled up the roster from when he was a freshman and then you look at it uh, three years later when he was a junior and they made the NCAA tournament, how different that roster is. And then you go to his, you know, if you look at his professional career, okay, um, between uh, the Ottawa organization, which was in flux, uh, you know, as he got there, there's no question, right? Um, and then to go to a completely different situation as, as, as part of an expansion team where, you know, yeah, everybody kind of knows what's going on, but until you do that run through, it's 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 crazy because no one's ever a hundred percent sure that everything is going to work. So, and I'll say this too, Joey's probably and, and I should have asked him, but you know we, I know we were running out of time. He's got to have the coolest jersey collection going <laughs> in, in his. Between all the ASU jerseys, the Brampton Beast jerseys in the in 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 the, in, in the East Coast League are awesome, um, and you know the Kraken stuff. You know, and, <laughs> Don't and I'll say, the checkers. <laughs> well, I didn't get there yet, you know. Um, but I mean, the the Kraken is one of the few jerseys where I like the, and I still call them the road jerseys because they should be. Uh, as opposed to the white ones, <laughs> which I usually prefer. So um, he's got he's got a he probably has a good collection on his wall somewhere. All right, probably maybe it's not on his wall, but somewhere. Yeah, I bet so, he's got a closet full hanging hanging yeah, somewhere. I, but he should be. He should. I'm sh I'm sure he does. Um, <laughs> well, so. a couple couple of things, and it's glaring now. Uh, just how good he was, and um, it, it, it kind of sunk in again. It, it's happened a couple different times now when I've uh, thought about his career at ASU, but he talked about how he his freshman year he rode the bench a lot, and right. and then all of a sudden he gets in and he starts like 77 or 78 straight games, and you're going like, okay, he earned it, but he also was able to have the ability to stay healthy yep. for that long. Yep. But then secondly is, as you mentioned, he was a third defenseman out there and he said it too. It was like, you know, he felt comfortable with the, the chemistry he had with Brinson and, and uh, Josh Maniscalco where they could uh, get the puck out of their own zone. And boy, how good is that? And how big of an advantage for your team if you've got that guy that can do it confidently. Well, it was a huge advantage for ASU. Um, you heard him. Bing, bang, boom, puck out of the zone. It's normally not that easy. You know, and when you consider the talent level that ASU had in that first pair with Brinson Pashnik and Josh Maniscalco, um, you know, unfortunately, Brinson has suffered a lot of injuries since playing pro hockey. But he did play. He did get a couple of games in the NHL. Uh, Josh is still trying, but he's in the AHL, so that's a pretty good uh, base of college defensemen that eventually made it into professional hockey. Um, on top of having a, a really good stick handling goalie, and there's a lot of time, and we saw it over the last couple of years, where man. Um, and this is not a knock on the guys that follow Joey. It's just not a skill that a lot of goalies have. It's not, and it's not just a skill that they don't have. It's a hard skill to develop. I mean, you can't really uh, develop it uh, at the last minute of your, I don't know, your high school, your. Yeah, no, it's, it's got to be something that you kind of have had yeah. all along. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and, and if you want to talk about the reason, one of the re main reasons why they made the NCAA tournament that year, 
it was the goaltender. It started in goal. Always does. Yeah, they it always made, does. Uh, it was a phenomenal difference. So we'll look forward to doing that. Like I said, I hope he never takes off the uh, NHL jersey ever again nope. because I think he's that talented. And you could hear by the things he was working on this summer uh, to improve that uh, he he knows that's where he wants to be and wants to stay. But boy, if he if he ends up in the AHL and the Pacific Division, lock you your bet doors, we're Joey. All over it. Lock your doors. We're all over it. <laughs> yeah, lock your doors, Joey. Don't if because he, if anytime he knocks them. you can watch him play, Paul, you have to, right? If if you can oh, yeah. see him play in person, you've got to see him play. Yeah, sure, absolutely. There's I no mean, question. there's always something special that can happen when he's on the ice, and uh, you know, I'm talking about from making a big save to making a perfect pass to who knows, making that goalie goal. He's going to get one of those at some oh, point yeah, he before is. he's done. He's going to get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, no he may get more than one. <laughs> well, he might, but um, you know, I don't. I, one is hard enough, so. Yeah, I I hear you. We appreciate Joey coming on and uh, and sharing um, a lot of his lot, history yeah. and uh, definitely about Dak's house. We're excited to see that. Um, I love that. I said, "What what what sweet is it going to be? Do you know yet?" And he goes, "I'm not sure, but it's going to be in the building." Wow. <laughs> I don't think anybody. I, I mean, they're getting He's not closer. Not going to be standing but, outside taking donations. Uh, you know, they're getting closer, but it's not not <laughs> done quite yet. Still have two months to go. So, so what's more likely, Paul, that that I get to run into him at an AHL facility uh, somewhere on the West Coast, or that he starts a game for Seattle against the Coyotes? What's going to happen first? I don't know. You know, I, I, if they're playing in that building, he's got to start, right? He I, just has to. I see, now you're going to make me look. I don't want to do this, but you're going to make me look now. <laughs> Here, I, I love when I make you right. do stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see. Um... All right, so they're not playing in October. <laughs> That's only four games. <laughs> well, I know. I understand that, but they're not even playing each other. In yeah. Because well, now the Coyotes are in a different division. Yeah. So. It'll only uh, be one game. One at home and one on the road. Well, we're going to look here. Let's see when that game is. Just because you might want to mark it down on your schedule somewhere. Uh, oh, no, that's the Islanders. They're not playing at New Year's Day. Playing the Islanders in Seattle. Oh my! Uh, sorry, I got distracted there. Um, <laughs> see, I wish I. Why didn't you do this earlier? I don't know because I didn't think about it. <laughs> You're gonna do everything? Holy <laughs> smoke! Why I don't play till April? <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> and they play three games. The first they play the. They they play in Seattle the first two games and they play them twice in four days, uh, with a trip to Vancouver in between. But that's what's that an hour? That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, and then a week later play uh, at the Coyotes. So that's at the end of the season. So that'll be that'll be very very. very when in April is it? Tell me it's not April tenth. Oh, yeah. Right of course it's during the NCAA the tournament. Of, of course yeah, it is. Right in the middle of the NCAA tournament. I don't know when the Frozen Four is, though. That might be the week off. That we, no, do we got to look that up, that too? That would be the Frozen Four. Oh, jeez. I was that, that week, the 8th through the 10th type. You sure? Almost always. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can find that out, too. Let's. I mean, as long as we're... <laughs> as long as we're digging, let's as long keep as we're digging. digging. By the way, uh, just to, just to uh, thank you very much, Michigan, for um, uh, naming your coach uh, after we did the show yesterday. Um, Frozen Four, twenty twenty three, April sixth and April eighth. Ooh, so there you go. You got to get out of there before the uh, or right afterwards and get over to Arizona State. And the multi-purpose arena. 
Yeah, we're calling it the Chuck Box Center until they have a name. So <laughs> the Chuck Box Center. Until they have a name. So I'm just <laughs> um, you know, hopefully uh, we'll go from seeing ASU in Tampa to ASU. So nice. Nice. I love that. I love it. That's confidence, my friend. Well, you know, what the heck? I mean, so um, just a couple of other quick notes. Western Michigan and Northeastern to play Thanksgiving weekend uh, in Nashville as part of an NCAA NHL doubleheader. Uh, Those guys will play in the afternoon in the Predators and the defending Stanley Cup champion Avalanche will play at night. So that'll be a fun day in Nashville. Go get your tickets. Um, and no, I don't get a commission for any of that. So Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to be watching Minnesota take on Arizona State that weekend. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, if you're in Nashville, you want to get a ticket. Sure. All right. If you're in Arizona State, you want to try to get in there to see the Gophers. That other maroon and gold team. Oh, okay. Um, you have um, World Junior starting tomorrow. Play it in August every year. Play it in August every year. Keep trying. Keep I'm going to keep trying. You bet I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> and lastly. You, you heard Nick Oliver say that there was no way they were calling his cell phone to debate that. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I don't expect Nick to yours? say anything. I, they, if they, they should. So I can tell them what they should do. <laughs> And lastly, and this is uh, for our friends up for our friend Mike up there in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, congratulations on location number two for our friends up at Jesse Ray's. Yeah, absolutely. Want to make sure I barbecue? get that in there. Your mouth watering barbecue yet? It's watering right now. Thinking about it. <laughs> I hear you. Got to get in there and see Jesse Ray's new place. A lot more space, I'm told. And, Much more. Uh, what I've seen, so that's good and. Um, congratulations to Mike and Jesse Ray for uh, for uh, expanding, if you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make right. sure I got that in there. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by Drury Inns and Suites. Drury Plaza Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel, is booking now for stays starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to our $60 a month plan, which includes an Amazon Prime membership. See one of our stores for details. Buy Summer Skates. Whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See SummerSkates.com for more information. Buy Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Liberty University. Strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at Liberty. Edu. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and now at its second location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is, from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts from, search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, and don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Absolutely. Well done, my friend. Uh, We will say a big thank you to Joey Decord, the pride of Sun Devil Hockey, and also the uh, Seattle Kraken organization for uh, joining us tonight. We went a little early again, but this will be up at 7.30. People will be able to get it uh, at a normal time. And then, of course, also download the uh, World Junior Championships and the Five Nations Tournament starts um, tomorrow. 
So Tomorrow. we're looking yeah. forward to that. It'll be on the NHL Network. Paul Hornstein will do nothing but watch three straight um, junior championship games um, for, for quite a while now, probably a week. Yeah, hopefully. I do want to throw this out again, just, just a couple of things, just to fire people up. The 2023 predetermined sites for uh, the NCAA tournament, Allentown, Bridgeport, Fargo, and Manchester, and then the host school, which makes total sense to me. The University of Wisconsin will uh, be the host school for the Frozen Four in Tampa, Florida. Hey, whatever it takes, baby. No one's <laughs> complaining, I promise. Absolutely. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Ask you to tune in tomorrow night for another episode of College Hockey West Live. Good night, everybody. Good night.